Hey, Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to another week of the Blue Shirts Breakaway. Greg, I told myself I'd go on a diet, and today I ate four slices of pizza. How are you, Greg? Say hello. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Uh, let's see. How am I? I am good. I did not eat four slices of pizza today. In fact, I didn't eat anything because I needed to run an errand instead of eating lunch. You told me so you cooked dinner before this podcast. I did. Well, I didn't make dinner. I took dinner out of the fridge, which was leftover Chinese because there's nothing better. You could have been more clear about Chinese. defrosting. Anyway, welcome to... I didn't to... even defrost. I literally took it out of the fridge and just ate it. <laughs> welcome to another week of the most official New York Ranger podcast where we go over all Ranger news all the time. Greg, let's talk about all the Ranger news right now. Uh, and we're done. Oh, wow. That was tough. All right. So it's on today's podcast. We're going to bring on Chipotle, who is uh, a avid poster on the Reddit Rangers. Or the Rangers Reddit, as, as the kids say. There you go. The Reddit Rangers. I, you know, I didn't know they made a team. Go, go, Reddit, Reddit Rangers. Do, 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 do. Um, so we're going to bring him on. He's doing the recaps for the World Cup of Hockey right now, which we talked about last week in our feelings. I'm sure we'll briefly touch on that once again. And then uh, – uh, Here, I'll touch on it right now. Don't uh, – No. Don't, <laughs> don't care for it. Just want everyone to be healthy. Yeah, uh, and uh, we've already recorded this interview, so we know that what happens. Spoiler, uh, we talk a little bit about the World Cup of Hockey, and I scream about how people shouldn't get hurt. And that's really how we, we feel about it right now. I'm sure once the games start, I'll actually be excited, and I will be into this, but the scrimmage games just... You? Yeah, I'm going to watch the games. I need some hockey. Yeah, but are you, are you going to be into it and excited? I'm not going to be into it and excited. Yeah, no, I'm going to... Uh, at least for the, for the semifinals and the finals, I'm going to be into it. I'm going to get into it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if, first I got to find out if I have ESPN three. Is that where they're playing it? <laughs> no, I think it's on. I think it's on the Deuce. The Deuce. Uh, the Deucer. That semifinals, would be, by the single way, elimination, that, Saturday, that, September twenty fourth, seven o'clock, ESPN two. That would be Sunday, hilarious one o'clock on ESPN. If they dropped it on the three, <laughs> they were like World you know Cup of final? Hockey, ESPN three. They have. Dark. Do you know the final is best of three? I had no idea the final was best of three. Yeah. That's. That's that's dumb. You're blowing my mind that's, right now. Is this? Did you just find this out right now after our interview? Yeah, that's dumb. That is <laughs> that is so stupid. You can't have a single lift. You can, wait, oh wait God. a second. Let's this, go this, off on this. This this thing is fuck. This whole tournament is fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, so right it's, now, so let's just say the final is USA and Canada. It's been single elimination the whole way up to the final, but then you play three games. Three games. That is Greg. Game. Greg, game three that, if necessary. That is a disgrace to the sport. And, listen here, dog. Uh, Greg, don't even and, and don't even worry. ESPN cares so much about this that they put game two on a Thursday on ESPN two. I'm sure they got preempted by fucking Thursday night college football. Oh, you mean Thursday then, night NFL football on CBS? No, I mean Thursday night college football. It'll probably be like Georgia Southern and Appalachian State or something stupid. Uh, and then the final game three, if necessary, prime time Saturday, definitely ESPN two because they'll probably have uh, Mississippi State Vanderbilt or something. Right. So that's good. So you know what? The real point of this podcast is to talk about how much ESPN cares about hockey. They don't. I have no idea why they spent money on this. What? Like, they spent real money on this. Okay. So and my not only. Not only did they spend real money on it, they then didn't promote it, and they're putting it out in the middle of college and pro football season, so they're not wasting time on it. And it just – why? I why? Don't, I don't know it, the behind-the-scenes working of this, but – Just give it to them. How did NBC not win this bidding? Like they, they own hockey, right? That's their thing? 
Well, it was probably like a blind bid, and NBC was looking around. They're like, no one wants this. this. Nobody's going to want this shit. We'll put it on after football. Real football. Soccer. And then then, (laughs) uh, ESPN was like, "Uh, here's five five bucks. Yeah. And and NBC was like, oh, we bid four. Shit. Yeah, this this is the the bidding process for the World Cup of Hockey. I'm sure went exactly like our bidding process for Mets third baseman Jose Reyes in a fantasy league. Uh, painful. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. But uh, yeah, so just so I mean, we go over this again with our boy Japadel, uh, Josh. Josh, Josh, is what his parents call him. Uh, the the groups are Canada, Czech Republic, Europe, and USA. And then Finland, North America, Russia, and Sweden. Two teams advance from each group. I think everyone is expecting uh, the USA and Canada to come out of A. Well, let's not give away say, you know, the rest of the podcast, Greg. Jeez. Well, I actually don't think we made a prediction. Oh, well, we let Josh make We let Josh. I, I guess we can make ours now. Yeah, I think Canada, USA, North America, and spoiler alert, Sweden come out of group B. And then I think it's... Uh, I really think it's USA Canada. Unless the only way it's not is if, if North America upsets. I would think Canada wins the group, so it would be North America USA in the semifinal. Winner of that game gets to play Canada f- for the right to lose the first World Cup. <laughs> and there's your World Cup of Hockey preview. And that's that. And uh, that's what will happen. What yep. do you think the odds are for Canada to win? Just. Like, Ooh, let me. I'm gonna look them up. I know That's you are. Do. This is uh, this is when we talk gambling, my fill, friend. Yeah, fill some fill some air while I'm looking this up because now, um, how would you like? By the way, to, I, how would you like me to fill with food? Because uh, that's how I do it best. Oh, an interesting food related topic came up this oh, weekend. Hit me, Greg. I thought we'd say nonsense for after, but we're here now. Oh, you don't remember? Oh yeah, no. Uh, would you? So we did the is bagel a bread? Yeah. Right. Someone hit me with, do you think bagel – is a bagel a pastry? Huh. So I work, I, I work in the pastry business. You do? No, I go to, pastry, I go to bakeries a lot to eat. Um, I think a bagel is a pastry. You think so? Yeah. Because when I think pastry, I think like specialty food. Hmm. So, uh, so bagel, not specialty food at all. But pastries is like a special – it's like a special like occasion. A, like a like I would consider a croissant more to be in the pastry family than I would a bagel. But then again, at the same time, I guess what's the difference really between a croissant and a bagel? They're kind of in the same family. Hmm. This is really tough for me because maybe they're not the same. I because I, I think like you made a good point with the pastry being a special occasion kind of deal. Like you don't just get. You could get a bagel every day, but you can't like, eat a pastry seven days a week. You could. But- if, you, if, if, you, if, if you send your wife to the grocery store and say, honey, can you grab me a pastry and you come back with a bagel? A bagel. What is her we're, gonna, we're divorced. I think she's pissed off. We're divorced. So I don't know what to say. Uh, That's right. God, I love, I, love, I love that grocery Seriously, store. Seriously, that comparison works so well for no reason. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, I'm still trying to look up some, some the gambling odds. Gambling lines. Yes. Yeah, the problem da, da, is. Yeah, da, da, da. All right. So we're we're in agreement. Not quite a pastry. No, I don't think it's a pastry. Uh, I'm out on that. I still think I I don't I still think bagel bread. I still think bagel's bread. I think it's it's a bread product. I just don't think it's a bread. Hmm. It's it's tough. Oops. I could right, uh, hold on. Logging, logging in. 
Well, we got lo it. Logging into a main menu. Okay. Uh, let's go. One day I'm gonna do a food tour of New York City for people. Oh. I'm gonna give out my top ten restaurants to eat in New York City. Sports, it, straight bet. Sports. We're going. Ooh, I can oh, bet on KHL hockey. Don't do that. That sounds fun. People listening to this right now, I don't know how you're doing it. But uh, I will say, I'm going to give one, one, since we're talking about pastries, I'm going to give one shout out to my favorite bakery in the world, okay? Do it. This is a bakery in Astoria on Ditmars called Martha's Bakery. Everyone right now, yelp it. Please go look at some amazing pastries and cakes. I've eaten a whole apple pie from there in one sitting with a little bit of vanilla ice cream on top. Am I making you hungry? I hope I am. If you're ever in the Astoria area and you're from the you're from the the triborough, the triborough, the one of the one of the boroughs like you know Brooklyn or Astoria or Manhattan, you need to go there and and really dig into any of their slices of cake. They are absolutely enjoyable. That was my point. World Cup of Hockey odds. The clear favorite, Is Team Canada minus Russia. 130. Shit. So that means you would have to bet $130 to win 100. What's, what's North America's odds? North America. We have plus six fifty. Kind of like that. Might put some money on it. Six fifty. Um, team America is the number two team at plus five hundred. Sweden is plus five fifty. Russia also plus five hundred. North America six fifty. Finland plus twelve hundred. Team rest of Europe plus four thousand. Can I just and tell team... you how silly Team Rest of Europe sounds? <laughs> yeah, and Team Czech Republic plus 2,300. And here we have the rest of Europe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, if you wanted to put money on a team that wasn't Canada, I'd, re I'd, I'd put money on North America. I plus like it. 650. Do you know why I like it so much? Go on. It's a lot of Canada. You're still betting on Canada to win. I mean, clearly. You're, just, uh, you're betting on young Canada. That's it. While we are here, mm -hmm. New York Rangers, odds to win the Stanley Cup. Okay, can I guess? Yes. 11 to 1. Close. Okay. Four, 14 to 1. All right. That's a little higher than I thought, obviously. The favorite right now, while I have it, the Chicago Blackhawks are plus 775. Okay. Uh, they are like, what, 4 to 1? Pittsburgh, 775. That's about... Uh, that's closer to eight to one. Okay. The Penguins are eight to one, and so are the Washington Capitals. So right now, the Chicago Blackhawks are your Stanley Cup favorite, according to this not exactly trustworthy gambling site that I am on. And the uh, the the general public just likes betting Blackhawks anyway, so that's that's why they're there. Yeah, it, it, it's it's um, popular money is I think the industry term. Probably. Uh, do they have any it's other? The same, any, it's the same reason why the Cowboys are always shitty odds. Any other Ranger uh, Ranger props there, like uh, points or? They, we do. It's too early for points or win totals. Okay. So we'll have to come back and circle back. But uh, sounds good. Right, right now the Rangers are fourteen hundred. The Islanders are two thousand. The Flyers are twenty eight hundred. And uh, the Washington Capitals, like I said, they are eight to one odds. Well, now that we've gone over that and we'll probably lose some money, do we want to move over to uh, talking to Chipotle about the World Cup of Hockey, come back a little bit of nonsense with you and I, and then let's uh, bring, let's do it. And then we will uh, go forth and end this podcast. And go watch some football. So, football. Football. All right, guys. Here we go. Throwing it over to Josh and me and Greg and me and Greg and Josh.
Hey, we're here with Josh, who's a Japotl on Reddit, uh, somewhat close to Chipotle, and I'm unfortunately still here with Greg. Greg, you still there? I'm still here. Good. Josh, uh, you've been writing on, on the Rangers Reddit about the World Cup of Hockey, which Greg and I have uh, said in the past we're not too knowledgeable about. Knowledgeable, ah, can I even speak, Greg? Uh, no, <laughs> this is kind of par for the course for you, man. Right, no. I, I, we're not knowledgeable about is what I want to say. Pronunciation of words just doesn't work for me. Anyway, Josh, we brought you on here to talk a little bit about the World Cup because you've obviously been following it very closely and we have not. Tell us a little bit about what the Rangers have been doing, but before you do that, let me be a good interviewer and let me ask you, how did you become a Ranger fan in the first place and how long have you have been uh, on riding this train? Um, so, uh, my father has been a Rangers fan basically his entire life and Dads. I, and I've liked hockey for like basically my entire life, but I never really followed it until last year. And oh. I watched the 2014 and 15 cup runs with my dad. And so it just felt natural for me when I decided to like actually start following it to follow the Rangers. So you got so like that the, makes sense. The, 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 the blood rush came through you and you were like, well, now I'm addicted. Basically, well, um, when I was enough. like, when I was like six, my dad bought us NHL like a one for the computer. And my favorite team was the Dallas Stars because they were green. But that didn't work out too well when I actually could make formulated opinions. Oh, OK. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? What's your favorite hockey game? Is it that one? Um, No, I. Oh, I'll go know. first. Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey 98 is a great game. <laughs> Anyone come at me right now. I'll take you on N64. I'll take the checks off and everything. Take the gloves off. I like I like the tabletop hockey game, the one with like the um like you spin the uh the poles around and you make the dudes hit the puck into the net. Oh, so, oh, yeah. so like not a video game. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I, I absolutely adore that one. I respect it. Uh Greg, yeah. do you have a favorite it's, hockey game before we move on? Yeah. Yeah, NHL hits, man. Oh, that was my I favorite. lied. I lied. But 3D hockey is like it's really up there. Me, 3D hockey opinion. was the actually I'm with Josh. The first hockey related game I ever played was the tabletop one. It was at the batting cage I used to go to all the time. Oh right, you've never always... played tabletop hockey. So sad for you, buddy. Okay. Well, yeah, you don't have a dad. I understand. Oh god, jeez. Okay. Uh, Josh, before we get too <laughs> off tracks here, let's jump right into it. You've been writing these write ups, and they are fantastic because they tell everybody what's happening in the World Cup. That like Ryan and I are kind of agnostic about it at this point. Uh, what have you been seeing from the Rangers so far in this tournament? Anything we should be excited about? Anything we should be worried about? Um, so I think going player by player seems like a very good way to go about doing this. Um, so let's start with uh, JT Miller because he hasn't done anything. Oh, uh, so except, very... except, except almost get hurt. Uh, yeah, so he got hit in the he got hit in the hand and then he went off and then he came back on. And then he didn't really do much. He had a solid uh, 10 minutes and 21 seconds of ice time in the first Team North America game against Europe. And then he was scratched for the second one. In, and Larkin was put in his place. So, like, he hasn't really done much of anything. But a, a healthy scratch, though, right? We're not yeah, he was a healthy scratch. It wasn't like, you know, uh, for injury or anything. He was back out and playing uh, in the first game on the 8th. Uh, gotcha. What line is JT Miller on for Team North America? I think it's the fourth line. That sounds about right. <laughs> well, that's not to also discredit JT Miller. It's just no. Team North America is – it's not the most stacked team, obviously, because Team Canada is playing in this. But it's 
just full of young players. It's not like JT Miller is going to play a significant role in this tournament, I don't think. Josh, I don't know if you've been seeing anything different, but it doesn't sound like that. Oh, man. Team North America has some great players on it. Let's let's not kid ourselves. There's um, uh, Johnny Gaudreau um, and uh, Gaudreau, Eichel, and... Is McDavid McDavid, on? McDavid, McDavid. That's the one who I was thinking of. I can't yeah, who is that guy? You, is he good? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Um, but they're the they're the first line, and they were they were. I don't think they were in the first game, but in the second game they were, and they ripped it up. Um, I think Goudreau had two goals in the second game, and he had one goal and an assist in the first game. But we're not talking about him right now. But uh, there's no, a whole bunch of crazy people playing on Team North America. So Miller had, like, the least amount of ice time out of any player on Team North America in the first game. Yeah, poor guy. He'll be fine, though. Uh, let's jump I'm to sure. the Team USA guys because there's actually some fun stuff going on there. McDonough and Derek Stepan with nice games over the weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, Stepan has a point in both of his uh both of the two games that he's that he's played in uh he has a goal and an assist in his first game and he had an assist in the second game to mcdonough and mcdonough has one goal in the uh in the whole overarching thing but mcdonough has been playing some amazing amazing defense throughout the whole like ordeal especially in the uh in the second game no, in the first game. In the first game, he had one, the, like, the absolute most phenomenal, like, the most phenomenal save, which was absolutely downright incredible. His Lundqvist save? Oh, yeah, that was phenomenal. I, I, I saw that as it happened. I was like, that's absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe he did it. Maybe he learned that from Lundqvist. But maybe he shouldn't be doing that in games that don't matter. <laughs> This is my uh, point. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Right? You're absolutely right. Put his hand on a puck in a game that doesn't matter in a scrimmage. What are you doing? I need you <laughs> as a person. And as a- Josh, who who has McDonough been paired with? Do you know? Um, hang on, I can. Hmm. You can easily Google. I can. I can easily go and check this. Okay, well, um, I'll, I'll complain more. McDonough, if you're listening, <laughs> and now I know you are. I really need you to not put your hand on pucks on the ice. I need your hand to be okay. I need your feet to be good. I need your body to be warm, ready for the season. You're going to have a tough time carrying this defense, and your back's really going to hurt. So if you could just stay healthy through this whole thing and not really, you know, play too hard, that'd be great. Thanks. Okay, I'm done. So in the game that USA won, he was paired with John Carlson. Mm. And Arizona, right? Am I wrong? I could be wrong. I forget. Nope. I will go with that for you, Ryan, because Fine. I'm a good co-host. Fine. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I, yeah. Segment's going I, lightning. I just, <laughs> I just read numbers, guys. Guys, we just read uh, numbers. John Carlson is an American professional ice, ice hockey defenseman currently playing for the Washington Capitals of the National Hockey That's League. where I know that name from because he's kicked my ass before. Perfect. Sure has. Perfect. Sure has. How did I know that? Anyway. Uh, so we're still on McDonough, right? So he's played great hockey. We don't know. He was pairing with John Carlson, who he obviously hates, and that's why he's playing so well, because he's trying to upstate no, he, him. He's, uh, I think uh, he's been paired with Carlson uh, both nights, but he was uh, the uh, first defensive line 
first defensive pairing the second night as opposed to um, the first game, which he was the second defensive pairing, even though both nights I think he played like the third most. It's really confusing how they have these set up, to be quite honest. Well, yeah, well, I think that's kind of the entire deal with the World Cup of Hockey right now. Everything is confusing and nothing matters. It's kind of like whose line is this anyway? It's really nice. The points don't matter and don't get hurt. <laughs> uh, now, Josh, one of the guys putting up some big numbers so far that we've seen, Matt Zuccarello and Team Europe. Well, in the first game, if I recall correctly, he didn't do a whole huge amount. Yeah, he had uh, he had absolutely nothing in the first game, but in the second game, in the second game, uh, Europe and North America, uh, he had two assists, which were absolutely important for getting the goals that happened off of them. They basically started the charge in for the goal, and it was re- they were both really intricate and well put together plays. That is music to my ears. And again, another perfect time to remind our listeners that I love Matt Zuccarello and would be upset if they traded him, but still might need to think about trading him. Not the point. Don't want to get off topic. Yes, you do. So, because Oh, my God. You know how much shit we took for that? <laughs> we? It was me. It was not you. I took a whole lot of it. Someone um, held me up on the street. That's a lie. It wasn't a Anywho. lie. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, Josh, the one player that everyone – is focused on and worried about, I think it's safe to say, is Henrik Lundqvist because yes. he's the most important Ranger there is. Uh, not too hot in his last game? Not too hot in his only game so far. There were only 14 shots on goal at all that game from Finland against uh, Team Sweden. Uh, and he saved 11 out of 14, which is ridiculous. Very, very low save percentage. Very unhank-like. Um, yes, I think it's safe to say. Now, to keep this rather brief and tightly knit here, Josh, what are you expecting from the four, five Rangers participating in the World Cup Hockey? What are you th- looking for? What do you want to see to bring things into the regular season? What's a good sign for these guys? Well, if. Uh, McDonough and Stefan continue to play the same way that they've been playing while also not getting injured because that would be ridiculous. Um, If they continue to play the same way and also manage to play it safe, I think that we'll have a very good season from the two of them. Uh, Lundqvist, we are obviously looking to get better. I mean, like three goals on 14 shots, that's unheard of. However, two of those were like exceptionally difficult to save goals but that's beside the point Evan saves on 14 shots is a very very low percentage um would you say the defense in front of him is similar to the ranger defense or better uh now you're making me go and look up the defense just just tell me just tell me with your heart that's all i care about (laughs) i think they let him out i think they let him out to dry on that game i think he deserves better well, I don't think he will get any better, but uh, that was more, more like I didn't offer you the bet the the worst option for a reason. So, uh, well, I'm I'm also just saying on that Sweden national team is a guy by the name of. Uh, let me make sure he's on here, just to make sure I'm not losing my mind, because I might be. Is it Michael? Lose my mind. No, uh, <laughs> I looked up the wrong roster, so okay. it's okay. So that's good. Keep going. 
I'll I'll, uh, I'll be over here just okay. So minding my own business. The thing is with Longquist is he's been a notoriously slow starter in the first place, but now he's starting a month and a half early. I can't panic yet. I can't. But I I can panic about his his semi injury that we've kind of not talked about in two weeks. You know he's playing a little bit hurt now. Um, and I, I'm kind of surprised he decided to keep going with it. I guess he has a lot of pride in his country. Obviously, he won a gold medal for them, and he wants to do that again with the World Cup, which will now be, as we talked about, probably the new Olympics for hockey. Uh, so him him still playing, it, it kind of bugs me seriously as a Ranger fan because he's the key to our season, and he's the key to my cup run this year. And if he if he continues to play through that rib injury, I, might, I don't know if my little heart can handle it. I don't know. There seems to be, like plenty of rest in between the games like let's see uh he didn't even play the first game he only has played one game so far and then the next game for team sweden isn't for like two more days so he's getting a four day rest period so he's getting plenty of rest and they might not even start him uh in that game as oh word i had it as a precautionary measure yeah, as a precautionary measure. Also, they have Jacob Mark Markstrom in uh, in net, who uh, uh, goalie for uh, Vancouver. Yeah, and he's pretty good from what I've known of him. So they might just go ahead and start him instead. World renowned. Also, uh, Team Sweden's defense, because I know you guys are curious. Uh, loaded: uh, Matthias Ekholm, Oliver Ekman Larson, Victor Hedman, Nicholas Jalmerson, Eric Carlson. Nicholas Cronwell, and former Ranger great Anton Strawman. Oh, I miss Strawman. Uh, Josh, wrapping up things here, what do you predict right now, knowing what you know, of the finals of the World Cup? Who are the two teams that are making it? So Canada won. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's uh, there's really two ways that I can, I can see this going is a um, – uh, a North America and Canada final, or if they get really lucky, a North America and USA final. So you those think, are the only two real ways. You think the North America team could beat out the USA team? Um, they're not in the same. Oh, hang on. For the finals. Uh, what's the bracket look like? Oh, I will pull that up as well. World Cup. Now of I know, hockey. listeners, what you're thinking right now. Are they even prepared? And the answer is no. I was no. born prepared. I don't know what you're talking about. There we go. He's got the bracket up. He's he knows. Uh, oh no, nope. we don't have it. <laughs> ah, I have it. Group A is Canada, Czech Republic, Europe, USA. Group B, Finland, North America, Russia, and Sweden. So what happens is um, A one goes against B two. So the the two highest uh, seeders from the uh, round robin each go up and a one goes against B two and B one goes against a two. So honestly it can be, um, it can be Canada and USA to be quite honest, because, uh, they're both in a, and they could beat whichever B teams come up, uh, or team North America could just like actually wipe the floor with them. It, they are ridiculously speedy and just, very strangely put together team and they work really well together. So are you giving Russia no chance shots, shots at Russia right now? I'm an American. There what we do go. you expect? Uh, mic drop and that's it. Greg, any other <laughs> questions for Josh while we have him here? 
Uh, well, I now know what uh, entrance song Josh would come out to if he's a pro wrestler. John and it's Cena? Obviously... No, it's oh. Hulk Hogan's I'm a Real American. Okay, come cool. on now. I wasn't going to. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Josh, you're going to continue to do the recaps of each game because honestly, those I look forward to those every day. We're telling you. With oh, the World Cup of Hockey. We're not like asking you. We're like, Josh, you're going to continue to do these. <laughs> so that... I'll, I'll do my best too. So thank you. Well, I'll, uh, I'll talk to your professors. We'll make sure your workload is on the low for the next couple of weeks. I'll hit them up. That would be very much appreciated. Josh, but last thing before you go, I have one last question. Your username on Reddit is Chipotle. How often do you eat Chipotle? I've had it like twice in my life. Overrated. <laughs> Overrated. That's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Josh, thanks for coming on. Uh, this will be the end of this segment. I'm sure Greg and I will be right back to do some absolute nonsense and give some plugs. Josh, uh, yeah. is there anything you want to plug before you go? You can say hi to your mom. No. Your dog. No. Okay. The, nope. Oh, hi, hi, dogs. All right. Great. Bye, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back oh. with some goddamn nonsense. Here we are, Greg. Wow, you just dropped that on me. I was about to say that we uh, – our, our friend, uh, he's not our friend. I'm going to butcher his name, but he just liked our photo on Blue Shirts Breakaway. How dope is that Henrik Lundqvist photo? Oh, that one uh, that you posted on, on the Reddit today where he's like saving a goal and he's like, it's kind of yeah, water, one, watercolored. Yeah, it looks like a watercolor. It, yeah. That looks sick. I don't know who did that. Shout out to him. Whoever I have no that. idea. I, po I posted it in the Rangers Reddit. Trying oh, to... can I, since I plugged a fucking bakery earlier and not our t-shirts, can I talk about that? <laughs> You should probably talk about our t-shirts. Okay, guys, uh, we just got t-shirts made for the first time. If you like our podcast and you listen to us, I really would really enjoy it if you purchased one. If not, really no big deal, but thank you so much. Uh, we'll be selling them on our, our website soon for 15 bucks. We're posting the uh, the pictures of what they look like. It's really our just our, our emblem. It's just Blue Shirts Breakaway. It's a really nice mock-up by this guy named Nick at Empirical Designs. You can go to his website at empiricaldesigns.net, I believe, and see all his work. He's done, he's done work for the MLB and a bunch of other organizations. Uh, and he was just so kind enough to make us a shirt that looks awesome. And we'll, uh, hopefully you guys will be interested in, uh, in supporting us and wearing our, our emblem out in public. Good for you. All right, I'm done. That's it. That was good. I appreciate that. Um, you, do you? <laughs> you appreciate I do. it? I was trying to think. Well, the question I was going to ask you is have we figured out if we need to charge a little more internationally? Because you know we have fans in – yeah, Norway. We've gotten Ireland. We've gotten Poland. a lot of requests from uh, international fans, and I have not investigated this yet. But I will uh, be messaging people who message us back and telling them uh, what what the deal is for that. Maybe I can get some sort of international deal through work or something. You have work show off. Well, no, I call it work, but it's really waking up and going to UPS. <laughs> that that's work for someone. Yeah, it's work for me. I'm getting up and working. Uh, so Greg, Tim work, Tebow's work, on work, your team. Work. How does it feel oh to be blessed God. with one of the greats? Oh my, oh my, um, oh my Jesus. So I have a conspiracy theory for you, Ryan. I, I read about this, but go on. I love it. So Tim Tebow has an agent as professional athletes do. Hey, Greg, do we have an agent? No, we're not professional athletes though. Okay. That's fair. Go on. We know lawyers. So technically like we're represented if we really need it. We know three. Go on. <laughs> Um, Tim Tebow's agent is also Joanna Cespedes' agent. Doo -doo -doo. My conspiracy theory here is Mr. Agent of Tim Tebow and Joanna Cespedes went up to the Wilpons and Sandy Alderson and said, now guys, 
here's this thing. I have this client. You may have heard of him. Tim Tebow. He's a tight end that plays quarterback. He really wants to try this baseball thing out, and I'm having a hard time getting people to sign him. What if I told you if you guys signed Tebow and made a genuine effort to give him every opportunity to become a professional baseball player, we can keep Cespedes in New York? Because Cespedes has an out clause after this year, right? He does, but constantly Cespedes keeps saying he wants to retire a Met, which is great to hear. I love it. It gets me excited, but I'm skeptical. Okay. But then again, he was saying these same things last year, and he re-signed with the Mets. So maybe I shouldn't be skeptical. I think he really likes it here. I, I, I just like I said, something about his presence. Like he didn't seem happy in Boston, nor in Detroit. And then somehow he made it here. And by somehow, I mean $25 million. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually, he's making 27 and a half this Sorry. year. Sorry. <laughs> they front they front loaded it. I think he's the highest paid player in baseball this year. Not named A-Rod. Of course. Um, um, so, so do you think? T- I mean, if, if, if that's crack- if, if if signing Tebow keeps Cespedes on the Mets for the next decade or how or however long Cespedes wants to play, worth it. I don't think no you problem. want him for a decade. I think you want him for like eight more years, maybe. I want him for like fifty more years. I think he can play that long. He's the a physical freak. Of life. Yeah. Um, all right. He's fine. a physical freak. Fine. So, do you think Tebow ever? Is it, he's an A ball now? Tebow is unassigned right now. So I have two theories about Tebow, non-conspiracy related theories, like actual where's he going to play theories. You either put him in the lowest level of full season baseball you can, which in the Mets case would be low A Columbia. By the way, uh, the Mets low A team used to be in Savannah before they moved to Columbia. Can you imagine what I'd be going through if Tebow was playing baseball in Savannah? I think he'd be there every night. Well, I used to work for the team, so I probably would have been as an employee, but that stadium would have just been a shit show, period. End of story. Um, so much media. So if uh, it really depends on what Tebow shows. I think he's going to play in the instructional league, and then I think the Mets want him to play in either the Dominican League or the Venezuelan League in the winter just to get an idea what he can do. If he has any kind of success in either of those leagues – he probably goes to Columbia to start the year. Because, again, this guy, he's not exactly young. If he's going to play Major League Baseball, he's got to get to it. Um, but we're also going to find out if the Mets truly are using this as a marketing ploy and are just trying to make money off Tim Tebow, they'll keep him in spring training and just let him go to Brooklyn because the Mets own their own Brooklyn affiliate. Their right. short season Penn League team is owned by the Mets. Hmm. The Wilpons own that team. They'll let so, them go to Brooklyn. But, but at the same time, Brooklyn does well attendance wise anyway. You don't need Tim Tebow to sell tickets in Brooklyn, but you could sell more tickets, obviously, if you have Tim Tebow. So that's that's where the I think the um, we'll see what color the water is then. If Tim Tebow is serious about being a baseball player. He's going to go play Winter League somewhere, and he'll probably break camp with the Fireflies in Columbia, which is low-A baseball. And if Tebow just wants to be a spectacle, he'll stay in spring training as long as he can, and he'll break camp with Brooklyn in June. So earlier, I, we got called out as a podcast, which we often – has happened a lot recently. What? Um, we don't really talk about the, got, Yan- the Yankees on this podcast at all. We don't. We don't. It's probably because I – I'm a, a very sad Rays fan. 
And, you and were... you're also a very sad person that gave up way too soon on Gary Sanchez. Oh, my God. All right. I, I'm not going to tell this story, but I, long story short, I dropped Gary Sanchez in a league where I could have kept him forever. Uh, and now he's a goddamn monster, and I had him for four years before that. So forever. Forever. Uh, so I gave um, up on him, and that makes me really sad to watch the Yankees. Yes, as it should. But well, the they, Yankees the Yankees are interesting, if we're being perfectly frank right now. I believe they're two and a half games out of the wild card as we speak. Which is, I'm looking it up. Okay, uh, which is pretty pretty damn good for a team that has literally given up. They they've traded away all their uh, all their older talent. Uh, they told A Rod to take a seat. They have all the kids playing, and yet they have a legitimate shot to make the playoffs. And Tanaka's been fire. That guy has been they, really uh, good. They are two games back. They are tied with the Tigers. Both teams two games back of the Orioles and the Blue Jays, who have identical records as well. Tanaka has let Blue. up has let up uh six runs. The last time he let up more than four runs was August second. It was six runs to the Mets, and then on August thirteenth he let up four runs. But other than that, he's let up no more than two runs in the past. The two Mets months. scored six runs against Tanaka. Yes, they did. Huh? Yeah, six. How runs. How about that? Yeah. Um, I, the thing that's fun about the Yankees is they went from it being a team with no farm system, with the exception of about three exceptional talents to arguably the best farm system in baseball because they decided to trade Chapman, Miller, Beltron. They they had a marvelous trade deadline. I think they had the best trade deadline of anybody. I don't think it's much of an argument. And they did the smart thing. They just they turned the season over to the kids. If the Yankees were going to get hot and if the Yankees were going to make the playoffs, it was going to be on the backs of young talent coming to the major leagues and performing better than anyone would have expected. You know what? The young talent has come to the major leagues and they are performing better than anyone would have expected. And there's a lot Maybe more to Maybe with come. the exception, oh, so much more to come. We're not talking, we haven't talked Clint Frazier. Nope. We haven't talked about- uh, My boyfriend, Blaybear Torres. We haven't talked about Jorge Mateo. Oh, my boy, my other Greg boyfriend. Greg Bird is out the entire season. And he's gonna be Haven't good. talked about Greg Bird. Um, Aaron Judge has been bad since he came up. Yep, hit one home run. I don't know, uh, he said more than that, but like his his moment was that first day hitting that home run, and after that, has I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up because I know his strikeout percentage is something utterly ridiculous. Can I take a guess? Like 35. Oh, I think it's much higher than that. Really? Oosh. Yeah. Um, but there's so many kids in this farm system that are gonna be fun to watch. The one thing that worries me about the Yankees a little bit, if I'm being perfectly frank, uh, not enamored with their pitching prospects still. Uh, there's a guy named James Caparellian. He was their, yeah. He was their first round draft pick last year. He's probably going to come up next year and be solid. He projects to be a number three starter. I know way too much about prospects. It's disgusting. Uh, Aaron Judge, not good, it's Bob. Es no bueno. He has 89 plate appearance, 79 at bats this year, 39 strikeouts. That is a 43.8 percent strikeout rate. And he's hitting 177, 258, 316. Well, I don't think he'll be Mike Trout, but to make you feel better, when Mike Trout got called up that year, he batted 200, and no one thought he was going to do anything. So. Well, the, th- the thing with Judge, um, strikeouts have always been a problem. So in 2015, his first taste of AAA baseball, he struck out 28.5%. And then this year, in over 400 plate appearances, still striking out just a shade under 24%. But the thing is... He, he always walks 
11.5% walk weight rate. Walk weight? Walk rate. Um, and he hits for power. I mean, that's really what it is. He had a 219 ISO in AAA, a 147 WRC plus in AAA. He hit 19 home runs, 489 slugging percentage. And look, he just needs to make soft contact at Yankee Stadium to put the ball out to right field. That's all he has to do. He is a behemoth of a man, 6'7", 275. I've, I like Aaron Judge. I have all the confidence in the world that Aaron Judge is going to be fine. Um, I think a good Aaron Judge cross sample, if you want one, and I look, i got to make everything about the Mets. It's what I do. It's really what you do. When, when Lucas Duda was promoted for the first time in 2010, uh, he went 0 for his first 32. Hard to do. But he finished uh, 29 games, 92 played appearances that year. 202, 261, 417 for Duda. And he's not just fine. He's very good. So don't freak out about Aaron Judge. Relax. He'll be fine. Give him time. I think he's a Duda-esque type player. And I think that's very good if you're the Yankees. Tend to agree. Uh, We've talked a lot of nonsense on this podcast today, uh, as we normally do. Hopefully, uh, well, not hopefully, sooner than later, we're going to have hockey. Preseason hockey starts. One uh, of these days, we will have hockey. I believe we have Rangers Islanders on uh, September 27th. So uh, our last bit of nonsense before we go. Do you want to? We don't want to talk about fantasy football because no one gives a shit about our football. No teams. one gives a shit. Greg. Do you, Do you want to talk about funny fantasy football team names that you and I came up with? Oh, you could you could brag about yours because mine's not a Yeah. No, everybody. Uh, everybody did kind of. Everyone did the no. Harambe thing. Everyone. Everyone and their mothers. Did you just die? Um. Oh, you're. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I got a text. Uh, from friend of the pod, Joe Binks. Oh, okay. He uh, didn't listen to me today. I told him the streaming option to go with today was uh, Mike no Fultonovich. No one cares about fantasy of ours. <laughs> this isn't – I mean, I just the, – the fact of the matter is the streaming option today, Okay. if you're a fantasy baseball player – oh, never mind. Mike Fultonovich sucks. Uh, yeah. He was up 7 nothing. It's now 7-5. <laughs> um, not great, Bob. So there. Anywho. That was absolutely uh, <laughs> useless. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, you're, welcome, you're welcome. Please so brag you went about with, your name you went, with, uh, you went with <laughs> – you, you drafted Stefan Diggs, right. and you went with Diggs out for Harembe, which I like, classic, but everyone classic did. Classic move. Everyone did it. Everyone either did a spoof off Stefan Diggs or Clinton, haha, Clinton Dix right. for Harembe. I, I went a different route. Uh, I have a man, gr- man crush on former Florida State kicker and current Tampa Bay Buccaneer kicker, Roberto Aguayo. And for the life of me, I was staring at my team, was trying to think of a name. And we just have this running joke in our circle of friends, and I think everyone does it, where – you know, it's been a while. You, it's been a while, and I'm just sitting there, <laughs> and I think of that, and I'm just like, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, that's a that's I'm a so uh, proud of that. a very so a very uh, friendly joke from the Comedy Bang Bang podcast slash You Talking You Two to Me, an encyclopedic compendium all things You Two. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, I can't believe I got that title right, and I can't pronounce hockey names. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's incredible with you sometimes. I don't know how I do it. Uh, Greg, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. I actually have to go live my life. Um, I know that's, that's tough. I'm getting a Skype call. Jesus. Who's calling you on Skype? Now I want to know. What's your name? Oh, it's actually four boys, but okay. <laughs> Ooh, hold on. I know. I did. Four boys. All right. I got to go. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Please, everyone, like our Facebook page. 
We'll be posting stuff on there. Follow us on, on Twitter at, at Blue Shirts Break and go to our website, BlueShirtsBreakY.com. I love you all, and we'll see you next week. Greg, say goodbye. Let's go, Redskins. What? What? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to, but you're still talking. I am. Bye-bye, everyone. You see it every day. The first dollar you earn from your first customer. Now it hangs on your wall at headquarters. A reminder of where you started and the promise of what's still to come. In part because you rely on Sandy Spring Bank to help you make the right choices on real estate and equipment loans, treasury management, and commercial services. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank.